I'm intrigued to see where he goes. I, I think personally, I think he'll end up back in Argentina, but I've heard like be places like Barcelona on the cards as well. So who knows? But uh, it'll be sad to see him go. It's a it's a big loss to the Premier League. What's everyone saying? And you're listening to the Beyond the Gaffer podcast. You're here with your boy Kaj and your co-host Dennis and Dylan. Before we get on to the rest of the episode, please follow us on BTG underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. Now, there's been some big news this week with Sergio Aguero leaving or going to leave Man City at the end of the season. He's had an illustrious career for them winning four Premier League titles. I'm going to give it over to you, Thinesh. You must be in your feels about the, uh, the news oh yeah i'm really upset man like aguero is my by far my favorite striker of the like the current generation and i knew as soon I've as seen he came tweets as well it? Like, yeah. yeah i've seen your tweets I, I wish i could have said more like i've just been watching compilations of him basically like over this last week it's just so nice to just go back and just watch all his goals but i think what he's brought to the premier league is something that not many other strikers have have really introduced um especially as a foreign player as well it's not only the amount of goals he scored but the the quality and the and the style that he brought i think has just completely transformed city so really sad to see him go um and i'm sure we'll get into more about him in the rest of the episode how about you Dylan? yeah look he's a he's a premier league great isn't he he's been in the premier league for as long as i can remember and i mean you could argue 38 million well spent right I mean, obviously, see, I'm going to make a profit on him and anything, but I mean, that 38 million has led him to four Premier League titles. He's, he's led Aguero to 181 goals. I mean, it's been fascinating. I've been a bit disappointed and sad this season. Obviously, injuries have limited him. I think he's only scored three times. So, and it's a bit, it's a bit sad, but I mean, he's going to go down as one of the greatest players of all time, isn't he, in the Premier League? Yeah. I mean, I remember when he first came through, I thought that was a hell of a lot of money on him. But and there's that tweet, I think, from one of those famous journalists. I think I, f- I fancy Charlie Adams being a better signing. Uh, than oh, he got Sergio rinsed, Aguero, didn't he, for that hot take? He's, he's got rinsed. Who, who was that, actually? Do you, I can't do remember you, his name, but name? I know what tweet you're talking about. Yeah, do you remember that tweet? Oh, we need to put that. Uh, you're going to have to retweet that again, you know. Yeah, on, well, I will. Again, follow us on BTG underscore pod to see that. Um, but um, no, I remember that. And he started off with a bang, even in the first uh, game, right? And I think that season was probably his most iconic for obvious reasons. Um, but what do you think when you think of Sergio Aguero? Like, what comes to mind when you think of that Like finish? <sighs> there's so many, like, there's so many adjectives to describe this guy, but... I think most notably is that probably just a fox in the box, I'd say. Like, he's always in the right place at the right time um, to like, to finish a chance or score a goal. Like, his movement is incredible. His finishing unrivaled, I think, with a lot of the other strikers that we're going to talk about. And really, when you need someone to score your goal, like City have been in a lot of situations where, you know, they might have been drawing a game or they, they desperately need a goal. And we know probably the best way to win a title is in that 2012 season, wasn't it? And he was there, wasn't he? He was there to pop up with that winning goal when no one thought City could ever do it. And he will always go down in history for the greatest Premier League title win ever, right? So 
when you think of Aguero, that's what he'll always be remembered for. I think you can't go look past that QPR. Goal this is a defining moment, isn't at it? The end of the this season, is a defining moment. Yeah, do you know why it was it was amazing? Yeah, because I hate Manchester United, right? And the fact that they were gutted at the end when that goal went in. I think. Do you remember that moment when uh, Alex Ferguson was just he was he was on the verge of tears uh, when he heard that. Like, yeah, you could tell he was like, oh, yeah, told it. He kept checking his watch and everything, didn't he? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I will. I think I will always love Sergio Aguero for that. Genuinely, because. Just for that moment alone. Because it is the greatest moment in Premier League history, bar none. I'm ranting here, Dylan. How no, no, you? I mean, like, that moment is so iconic. So, funnily enough, I, I didn't actually know that he had scored at the time. So, I don't know. I still know, like, I do the Match of the Day Challenge last year of the season. So, I don't know the scores. I watch a Match of the Day. And they, they showed the game split side by side. And I couldn't believe what I witnessed uh, watching Match of the Day that day. It was absolutely incredible. Um and it, it was just brilliant. Like you said, we all hate United here. Um, so it made it even sweeter for it to happen against them. And it was the only 90th minute winner he's ever scored in the Premier League. And it was Balotelli's only ever assist. Like, it was just meant to be. It was just meant to it's be. It's a pretty incredible assist as well. I know. Fair. It was only ever assist. And, he, and it was for Guerrero to score the, to, the winner to win the Premier League. Brilliant. The, the strikers for City were insane that year. I think they had Carlos Tevez as well, but they had like Balotelli only assist. Checo scored uh, the equaliser goal in that game as well. Uh, he quite underrated for the, uh, for Man City. And of course, Aguero coming in clutch as usual. It is as usual because I think we've seen over the last 10 years that his big game record is relatively undefeated. I think there's not many players, which I will argue on about later later on in the episode, that have a bigger, uh, big game record than him. The amount of Especially goals he scored in, in derbies League. against United is ridiculous. Like every derby, when they've smashed them 6 1, six, like 6 0, like, do you know what I mean? They, he's always scored in those games. He'll always score, he'll always score the winning goals in those sort of games. And that goes to show exactly this is the kind of player you want that City needed to take them to that next level. And they wouldn't have transformed without him. Yeah, no. He's, and he's, like, he's scored against every team he's played at played against except Bolton <laughs> I mean so he, he's, he's he's done the works in the Premier League he's, he's he's scoring as everyone he's faced like I mean and with 12 hat-tricks to his name as well it's like he's not even just scoring one I mean 12 hat-tricks is the most of any any player in the Premier League so I mean he, his, his his status is cemented they always felt like they came against Newcastle as well I don't know why like every if you know Aguero, you know his record against Newcastle is ridiculous. And I know every time that fixture would come around, like I would just be quaking because if you see Aguero on the team sheet, you know that game's already done, basically. your captain, yeah, that week, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> he, he loves a goal against Newcastle. So, yeah, incredible. Yeah, I mean, before we move on, I guess, to the rest of the episode, oh, Finish, I'm going to give it to you to... Sh- let everyone know about your ultimate team moment with Aguero. What... <laughs> yeah, so when when I was an avid uh, FIFA Ultimate Team player, I, I loved Aguero so much, and that was the first season that he'd come into the Premier League. So I'd saved I saved all my coins. I'd grinded the game so hard for that one moment that I could finally afford him, and that was a great moment for me just to be able to enjoy him in the game as well after seeing him play in real life. So that was that was a yeah that was a brilliant moment for me. All right. Um. I guess now it'll be a good segue into looking at how he compares really against the best strikers in the Premier League. When I think of the best strikers in the Premier League, I think you can we, we can debate this, but I think it comes down to really Aguero, Henri, Shearer and Wayne Rooney. I mean, Finish, I'm going to st- start off with you again because it's your boy Shearer, isn't it? Alan yeah. Shearer, man. This guy is, is, the, is 
really part of the reason why I support Newcastle. What he did for for the club um, and for the Premier League, I don't think many, if any, will match um, the pedigree. And I think really just showed like what hard work and determination um, can be as a coming up as a as a young footballer. All time top goal scorer goes without saying. Two hundred sixty goals in four hundred forty one games with a goals to game ratio of 0.59. Won the Premier League with Blackburn in ninety four ninety five season, and unfortunately that was only um, his only Premier League title, which is a bit of a shame because he definitely deserved more. And he's the only player to ever scored one hundred goals with two separate clubs. He scored one hundred forty eight goals with Newcastle and one hundred twelve with Blackburn. So no one, I don't think, will ever match that again. Just the way people move clubs these days, it's it's quite uncommon to find someone quite loyal to to two teams like that. Again, I mean the stats just go on. Golden Boot winner three years in a row, twenty plus goals in seven different seasons. He is, in my opinion, the most ruthless finisher the Premier League has ever seen. He wasn't blessed with the skills of some of these other players. He didn't have some of the flair, but what he was was he was so determined to score the goals. He was the complete finisher. And like he said himself, he was injured for three of these years. He could have he could have easily scored 300 goals if he wanted to. So for me, he will always be the greatest Premier League striker of all time. That's fair. I mean, Dylan, how about you? I mean, there's there's, there's not much to, to debate sport? about that. I mean, Shearer is a Premier League GOAT. I mean, he's so far ahead of what Rooney with about, what, 50, 58 goals or something ahead of Rooney. And his 260 goals look like it's uncatchable. It, I mean, at one point I thought Aguero could have done it if he stayed fit and he's in the Premier League for a bit longer. I mean, we'll come on to Harry Kane in a bit as well later, whether he can catch it. But I mean, he scored some goals as well before the Premier League started. So that's probably, he's, he's, he could have scored, he could have had a, a few more. And like Dennis said, he was injured for quite a lot of his time. And the fact that he was playing for, okay, Newcastle and Blackburn went average at the time. Because, um, you know, Blackburn went on to win the league under Dalglish, But he could have got had a transfer to away to United, which and if it, and assuming that did happen, he could have scored a lot more goals than he did. Like he could have easily broken the three hundred the three hundred barrier. But I mean, the fact that he stayed he stayed in Newcastle, he would be compared good. to like R nine. Like I mean, he was ne- never the, quite the same yeah. kind of player. Like R nine had the skill and the flair and the blitz. I wouldn't say Shearer had all that, but he just knew where the back of the net was. If you wanted your striker to score. Like you'd put your money on Shearer. He knew where the back of the net was. It was not, and there was nothing fancy. Like he never scored like worldies. I mean, I remember his goal against Everton, his volley. Oh, that's my favorite goal. But, oh, I mean, he, you say worldies. He yeah, scored no, he that. scored that. He but scored his goals, that. He, you wouldn't see him do any bicycle kicks or overhead kicks or like 35, 40, 40 yard goals. But he just, he was a striker. He, was a, he scored the goals that he needed to. And that's why he's got so many. And stri- a striker's job is to score goals. And that's what he did. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, I think we you can't deny what Shearer achieved. I think w- when you talk about the bicycle kicks and so on, and like that's where we we have to come down to like Wayne Rooney. And I think for me, I think he's arguably one of the better players, a better striker in the Premier League compared to Alan Shearer. But it's not based purely down to what he is as a goal scorer. It's just more him as a player and what he offered in that he could one he could what he could score goals but also his creativity because a lot of his goals he he very rarely played up front for United he always had to play as a second striker or second fiddle to players like Ronaldo Tevez Van Persie and so on so I don't know if your your thoughts on Wayne Rooney as well I'm a huge fan of Wayne Rooney I mean there's a reason why he's the second all-time top goal scorer because all-time goal scorer for United as well isn't he all-time goal scorer for United all-time goal scorer for England he has he has had an incredible career. I mean, playing since he was 16 years old when he burst onto the scene, 
And ever since then, he his first goal was against Arsenal as well. Yeah, I remember it? that. Past season, wasn't it? What a goal that was! Yeah. Special things were made. He was a nightmare against us, to be honest. In his and I think people knew from that day that this kid was something special, wasn't he? And ever since then, I really feel for him because I feel like United fans don't appreciate what he's done for the club. They'll always see people like Giggs, Skulls, Ronaldo, these sort of players yeah, ahead of him. Yeah. Exactly. And Rooney doesn't get the credit that he deserves. And literally, as Cad said, he didn't even play as an out-and-out striker all that time. And that's what makes him even better in my eyes because the fact he coupled those 208 goals with 103 assists as well is... I, I, like, I can't even believe these stats. They're, they're so good. Ha- there's, not, there's very few strikers who can offer a complete package that Rooney did as well. I don't think you can argue that many strikers are as decorated in terms of the passing ability and the creativity that Rooney offered. Um, I think Kadge will, Kadge will get onto what Henri did as well. Um, but he is a big game player as well. We know how many goals he scored for United in these huge games. I mean, the overhead kick versus City will always be in my memory as one of the best derby goals I've ever seen in my life. And that goes to yeah. show if there's a man you want for a big game, it's Wayne Rooney. See, funnily enough, I, I, I'm one of those. I don't think I've rated Rooney during the time of playing, but purely... Is that because he was United? Yeah, is that because of... Yeah, I had the same thing as a Liverpool fan because he's United. I, 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 didn't, I didn't rate like Ronaldo at United. I was like, nah, he's not as good as Kaka. He's not good as all these players. But now you look back on it, yeah, he really was. It, you could actually appreciate the player when he doesn't go, play for your rivals. When he's not scoring hat-tricks past you, you can, honestly, it's a different side. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Rooney is just incredibly underrated. I think his personal life is what probably gets him a lot of flack. I think if you want to finish off the top four, in my opinion, the top one, that has to be Henri. I don't know if more needs to be said on Henri, but it's the fact that he was the most complete striker you can ever you could you would ever see in the Premier League. He could, everything you you'd want in a modern day striker or you'd want to build, he had it. He had pace. He had finishing both in left foot, right foot. He can header, but he didn't even need to. He, his creativity was unmatched in the fact that you can see in the 2002-3 season where he scored, I think, 24 goals and 20 assists. No player has ever come close to those stats in an individual season. I think maybe Luis Suarez, which I'll, you can touch upon um, Dylan later on. And I think only De Bruyne has come close to matching that at 20 assist records the fact that he's got the leading goal uh leading assist record as a striker just tells you something of like the caliber of a player and uh yeah your thoughts i mean look, the guy him, was Henri. when i think of Henri, i saying same for me as you catch like when i think of Henri, he's the best player and the best striker in the premier league in my opinion but the guy did everything he just touched like was just silk the way i watched him like move that ball i remember watching a game when they beat liverpool 4-2 at highbury and he absolutely just ripped like Carragher to shreds he got left for dead i mean the guy was just brilliant four golden boots and like i think two of those were like european golden shoes as well and he won it like in three consecutive seasons he should have won the ballon d'or he yeah i mean won look, he lost to nedved that season only which was a definitely yeah. robbery now that i look back on it um but the guy the guy is a goat man player of the year i think he got it in back-to-back seasons as well you can run out of words to talk about Thierry and reed the guy was just magical absolutely magical when you think of Henri, yeah. I, I i don't think you can ever associate a shit goal with Henri. every goal he scored 
yeah was always spectacular wasn't it and i think it what when he came to the premier league he sort of changed the game in terms of he he never sort of he never stood around you know waiting up front for the ball to come he made things happen for himself like he would drift up wide um take people on and there's very few strikers who can beat a man like he did um and the way he would just dribble past people so effortless so i don't really think there's much more to say we know how incredible terry Henry was I know, like a stupid point I bring up is like, how many strikers do you know could score a goal from the halfway line? Like, and not just shoot, like even just bring the ball, go go from one one end to the other and score. Like he's got that in this. He's got so many. I think I say so many, but the ones that come to mind are against Spurs and against Liverpool in the Invincible season. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, day. I remember his goal against the, Liverpool. The, the amount of times he ripped uh, Jamie Carragher as well. I think. I think there's enough to be said. I could bring up his European goals as well, but of course, we're just talking solely Premier League here. And yeah, no, for me, he's the greatest striker in the Premier League. He's a great goal scorer, great goal scorer, but he's a scorer of great goals as well. And that's the best way to put it for him. Okay, so then I've spoken enough about Henri, and I guess we've spoken enough about the top, the top four. I think we'll come back to to this at the end of the episode and how we rank them and Sergio Aguero uh, relative to that. Now we want to look at the top 10 strikers in the Premier League. Now, there's been a bit of debate between us. Um, I'm going to start off with you, Dylan, now. In where, what the remaining five, who the remaining five strikers you put put through for this. Yeah, so I'm going to start with, like, probably one of my favourites on this list, um, Jamie Vardy. Now... Yeah, no order yeah, as well, right? No let's, order, but, like, yeah, I, I want to yeah. have to touch on Jamie Vardy. Like, I mean, for me, his career is it's just so special. I mean... He's the oldest player to win the Golden Boot. I think his, all his goals came after the age of like 27 in the Premier League. So I think this guy was playing non-league football and he's already joined the 100 goal club and they all came after the age of 27. Like, There's very few players, I think like him, Ian Wright, they seem to get better with age and he just came into his own at Leicester and obviously he, he culminated that with his, with his Premier League title in 15-16 with Leicester. And in that season, like the things he did, the goals he scored, I mean, he scored in 11 consecutive games, like... That is incredible. Like to deep that, like not we're talking. We've just talked about Aguero, Henri, Rooney, and Shearer, and none of those could do what Vardy did, scoring in eleven consecutive games. That is absolutely incredible. I mean, he's that's got this, up there with like one of the best moments, isn't exactly. it? In the last decade, I, when, when like, he scored, I think it was against that. United, wasn't it? His eleventh goal. Uh, right, what right, a goal! Right, it right. was brilliant. And his record against the, I know the top six has only really come out in the last couple of seasons, but he's got, I think he's got the second most goals against the top six. The guy is phenomenal. I mean, there's not enough words to describe Jamie Vardy. I think he'll hopefully play in the Premier League for a couple more seasons before retiring. But I'm so glad he, he won the Golden Boot last season. I'm glad he's got to play for England, just a touch on that. But the guy the guy is brilliant. He's just got better with age. There's very few strikers that have such a unique story that Vardy had. Like you said, he, he was a nobody, basically, until Leicester took a chance on him and signed him, and they weren't even in the Premier League at the time. Um, and the way he's just adapted to the game he's brought his own style i think there's very few games where you look at vardy and think he's gonna score but that's what he's all about he'll go 80 minutes in a game and not look like he's done anything and 10 minutes later he scored two goals and he's won less to the game because that's what he does he's always on alert basically uh when he's ready to score a goal and that's what i think makes him so different to some of these other strikers and i think leicester uh would probably argue that he was he he fired them to to the title that season him and maras were incredible and that season alone um, will always will always go down in history as one of one of the most special Premier League Premier League title wins ever um, for a team that you know was 
wasn't really considered at all. They'd just been relegated, um, pretty much in a relegation battle the yeah, season I mean, before. So. Tad mentioned like Aguero had the best moment in the Premier League of all time with that moment. But for me, it would be Leicester winning the Premier League. Like nothing will top that. It was the 5,000 to 1 is just, oh my God. I couldn't Unreal. believe what they did. I think it's more like best individual iconic moment, but I think it's the best achievement to have ever existed in the Premier League by far. I completely agree with Vardy being probably the, definitely a top 10. And I, and it's a good segue into this in that I think he's probably been a better a better striker than Kane in the Premier League. Your thoughts on that? And you can shut me down now, Finish. Don't worry. Um, I will. I'm about to because I think, yeah, I think yeah. this guy will go down as England's best striker of all time. I think what he's... He should have passed to Sterling. <laughs> I mean, we could go about this forever, can't we? But he, he will be back, I know. So Harry Kane... Again, another name who who was really unfamiliar to anyone when he was at Spurs. He had these sort of random loan spells, so like Leicester and Norwich. I don't think anyone really took notice of him. I don't think anyone really remembers that in his career either. But he was a guy who was just given a chance and he took it with both arms, didn't he? 160 goals already in the Premier League in 237 games, an incredible goals to game ratio of 0.68. And in, in my opinion, he's probably the closest striker in terms of mould to what Shearer is, that he's purely hard work, determination and a ruthless finisher. I know ma- I know many people think that, you know, he's a little bit of a penalty merchant and he's a bit selfish, but there's a reason why he will go down as one of the best strikers of all time, because he scores goals and he will do whatever it takes to score goals. And what I like about him more recently is that he's adapted his game now. He's realised, okay, he's not necessarily, he wasn't blessed with pace. He's not as quick as he used to be. But what he does off the ball for the team and the creativity he's now added to his games, I think genuinely he's one of the best passers in the Premier League now. I I think that gets unnoticed a lot in the league. And what he does for Spurs in terms of not only the goals, but now the assists as well. He he is incredible, and I really think I really hope that he gets a big money move this season. He deserves a title. He's been very unfortunate, I think, not to have one with Spurs, and that's partly down to his teammates. I think just just not playing on the level that he he's currently playing at. Um, so I really hope he gets a move, and he's only twenty seven. I think easily he can be the second all time top scorer. I'm pretty sure he'll break the England record as well. He's already on thirty four goals. Uh, I can't wait to see what he can do in the rest of his career. The thing is with Kane, right? Until he wins a Premier League title, he will he can score as many goals as he wants. He's never going to have the legacy that other strikers will. As simple as he's just going to be the guy that goes for the golden boots. Because as a player, when you end your career, you want the medals you want to look at aren't the golden boots. It's the Champions League. It's the Premier League. It's the I want to say League Cups, but maybe the World Cups. And and for me, we'll see if he gets the big money move. He can. I think he can win all those trophies. But for now, I just don't think he's going to be an iconic Premier League until he achieves that. No, I think uh, that's a fair argument in the sense to say, like, you know, to be remembered more, he does probably need to win. Well, not even a Premier League. He needs to win something at first. He's got nothing nothing to show for it. Yeah. Um, All all the best players have a team, have a trophy, like in any sport. You wouldn't consider them the greatest if they haven't didn't win those trophies, like Jordan. No, yeah, no. I, trust example. me, I, I think it will excel his legacy if he if he wins something. But I, I, he, I don't think you can discount him from this list. Like, I, I think this, this guy will break Shearer's record if he stays in the Premier League and if he gets his money move to wherever he goes. Like, I wouldn't say though he was unlucky. He's been unlucky not to win it with Tottenham because I just don't think Tottenham have been good enough um, over the past couple of seasons. Like, I mean, their best chance was the season when Leicester went to win the league and they they sort of bottled it um, in the Battle of the Bridge. I remember. Um, but 
Kane is something else. Like he cannot be excluded off this list. This this guy is going places. He's got the the highest goals to game ratio in a single season. Um, when he got twenty nine goals in thirty games, and like it's the third best minutes per goal ratio in Premier League history at one hundred twenty two. The guy is going places. The fact that he's keeping numbers goals to games like level with Henri Aguero just shows the level he's playing at. And this guy will go down as an absolute legend if he can stay fit. And I think if he gets a move, say if he does move to City or, or somewhere this summer. The numbers he'll put up would be absolutely incredible. This is what I don't understand. Like, if I was if I was on the board of City right now, and I know they're considering, you know, like a Haaland and all these sort of young players. Well, I don't understand why wouldn't you go for someone like Harry Kane? You know, he's Premier League proven, coming to the prime of his career, arguably. I don't think he he would probably cost as much as maybe someone like a Haaland, for example. That just seems like the obvious. But it's just the age, I guess. Is that that's Haaland? It's yeah, six age. years is quite like, a lot. Think of it. Think of it like Aguero, right? They bought him when he was twenty. What twenty one? Twenty two. He was very young. Yeah, yeah, very young. Ten year investment out of that, and with the way transfer fees are working, inflation, right? Haaland might go for more yeah, money, and you're going to get less less years out of him, and that's why you'd go for Haaland. The only thing is, I would say that judging briefly from looking both of the players, I think Kane suits them more. It's just the age profile. That's the only thing I can think that them. goes against him. The six-year difference is a hell of a lot of time. Like, I mean, it's a big, big difference. But I mean, like you said, if you want someone in your prime who's Premier League proven, like Guardiola, there's no reason not to go for Kane. Like, I would personally take Kane, but if they went Haaland or Mbappe or whatever, I, I would. You couldn't actually complain. I don't think. I think he has think to move better, to somewhere in the Premier League as well, doesn't he? I, I, still, I still think a better fit for him is Liverpool. Oh, I would take him, 100%. Can, I would take him. He, he does what Firmino does, but uh, But the sad thing is, he's not coming right? to Liverpool, so I can't even think about it. He's not yeah. coming to Liverpool. <laughs> you never know, innit? You never know. You never know. I mean, okay, let's, we've already spoken about that. I mean, this is the top 10 Premier League striker debate. I don't want to talk about Kane. <laughs> but yeah, for me, I don't think he wants the discussion compared to all the other strikers until he's won a Premier League trophy. That's my that's my opinion. And what gets unnoticed, I don't care if it's biased, is that he bottles it in the biggest of moments, especially against Croatian teams. Could have passed to Sterling. He could have scored against, what is it, Dynamo Zagreb, even if while Spurs were crap. But no, he crashed out as usual. And he's a dirty player. So yeah, that's my rant over for Kane. I guess there are a couple of other contentious decisions in terms of choosing the top 10. How about we go to... Didier Drogba. He's, he didn't make my list, unfortunately. I mean, he was an honourable mention, but he, he didn't he didn't make my list. I mean, as good as his, his... his I just don't think his numbers quite live up to who I have on my list, but I, 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 if he's included on yours, like I couldn't begrudge that. The guy was incredible. Wait, so who do you put in, instead of him? So I've list? got players such as Robin Van Persie um, and Ruvan Nistelrooy. Um, I've got those ahead of him. I think I think both of those players, I mean, Dutch delights both of them, aren't they? Brilliant, brilliant players. Um, I mean, Van Persie, I think is on when we all got on our lists. I, I don't know if you, I don't know how I feel about, you know, he scored some brilliant goals. I know his injury record sort of goes against him, but I guess without his United season, he wouldn't make this list. But that season he had at United when he propelled them to the league, literally single-handedly. Um, is probably why he makes it. Yeah. I mean, Kaj, I don't know what you want to say. I know you have a bit of a, a, a sore spot towards him. You know, only 20 million uh, of United signed him for from Arsenal. But I mean, uh, do you want to have a quick word on RVP? I don't like the guy, but I can't deny how good he is. Um, I mean, I want to look at your list because you said you mentioned Suarez ahead of Drogba as yeah, well. Yeah, he's on my list. I mean, Liverpool bias potentially, but oh man, the guy. This is going to be a quiet... This, this is where I think a lot of discussion is going to take place. Um... Shall, all right, let's bring it back to Drogba, I guess, right? 
for me, it's so hard to look at him it, just as Premier League exploits without factoring what he did in the Champions League. It, I know it's such a, I know we're just looking at just Premier League record here, but what he achieved in the Cups and the FA Cups and the League Cups in the Champions League was just phenomenal. And he might not have the biggest, the best goal ratio in uh, throughout throughout a calendar or throughout the campaign, but when it came, came to the big games, there's no striker. I think even in the top four, uh, in between Aguero, Henri, Shearer, and actually maybe Aguero, that you would want in a big game other than Drogba. I don't know. Your thoughts, Dinesh? Yeah, I, I really like Drogba. I think he's something very different, again, to some of these other players where he's just his presence alone, he brings so much fear factor, I think, to opposition. If I was an opposition team playing against Drogba, I would be scared for my life because, you know, this guy will bully you all game, basically. And that's what he brought. He might not necessarily scored as many goals as some of these other teams, but the off the ball work is was was really good. And I think he brought other players, like he made other players better, basically. Like a lot of Lampard's goals was just the link up play that he made with Drogba, basically. So I'm a big fan of Drogba. He would be in my top 10 list. Again, not necessarily for the goals, but just his influence for Chelsea. I think he was so influential for them. And like Kaj said, as big game players go again, he'd always score the big game goals in the FA Cups the League Cups, Champions League. I mean, he's won plenty of Premier Leagues with Chelsea as well. Back-to-back, like, incredible. A really good season, I think. And he'll always go down again as one of the all-time greats. Yeah, I think I read somewhere, I think he got, like, 40 goals and assists in 51 games against the top four or five, which was the biggest teams there before we include, like, the Man Citys, the Leicesters, and so on. The way I, I know he terrorised Arsenal, well, that, he, he was a nightmare. And, yeah... I think he he brought rise to a lot of what the modern strikers are in terms of having great hold-up play and bringing others into play. And he just had everything in his locker. And when it comes to analysing the best strikers in the Premier League, I know we can look at goals, but I think what we should also consider is, is that player able to do things that other players just cannot? And that's why I, why I analyse Drogba in. And he just does things that I, I don't think any players can when it comes to the... Especially in the biggest moments. So, yeah. So... Uh, we spoke enough about Drogba. I think there's a lot we could still talk about, but I think the main contentious decisions now, I think, are... So in my list, I've got Van Persie, Drogba, Vardy, Burkamp, Suarez and Kane, right? I I know I've, uh, I've been crapping on Kane for a bit, but I think he should be top 10. What's your the rest, rest of your list, Dinesh? And then we could go through some of the names on that. Yeah, I guess one name we haven't really mentioned is Andy Cole. And I think I think this summarizes pretty much what his career is like. He scored all these goals, but he gets overlooked time and time again. I mean, obviously, he was way before all of our times. But I mean, just looking at the stats and what he's done in his career, he's had a pretty incredible career. And again, he's he's one of these no-nonsense strikers. His mind is always on focusing on, on scoring goals. And that's what he did. Go, he will go down as the third time all time, third all time top goal scorer with 187 goals in 414 games. Not necessarily has one of the best goal to games ratio with 0.45, but he was the fastest player to 50 goals. An incredible season with Newcastle before he got his move with 34 goals. Um, and that his United spell, that's where he really came into his prime. I mean, he won five titles with them, an amazing career. And this goes without saying, but he didn't he didn't score any penalties in that time. He didn't take penalties, basically. So all his goals were basically pure um, open play goals, basically. So, again, a, a brilliant player. And I think it goes without saying he has to make this list purely because of his goal scoring record. Yeah, he's one of those players that can easily get overlooked, but he would always make the list regardless of what happens, I think. I mean, in that 93-94 season, 
34 goals, albeit, you know, 42 game season back then. He got 34 goals and 13 assists. That is incredible. He, he was the only player to ever outright top the assistant goal chart in a single Premier League season. Outright for both is just, oh man, 34 goals and 13 assists. That season at Newcastle, I mean, if if he had been there when Shiro was there, like, I mean, that, that would have been absolutely what devastating. Sh- oh my God. Oh my. If, he, ma- if he didn't move, make his trick. I know. A couple of seasons out. But if he was there when Shiro was there, they would have absolutely done bits of that Newcastle side. But yeah, like he went to United. Would he gone, would gone for the title? Yeah, yeah. Look, you never know. Look, the I mean, Newcastle were close a couple of times during the 90s um, and they sort of faded away, especially under the, their season under Keegan. But if it was at United, you know, along with Dwight York, where like, he absolutely tore up the Premier League and, and he's got his, what, I think it's five Premier League medals to his name. Incredible player. Incredible. No, fair. Um, I'm going to, I don't think there's much for me to add because he was really uh, before my time. But so I think I am just going to move on <laughs> to the other strikers. I, you know who I would really want to compare? I want to compare Va- uh, Van Persie and Suarez because the reasons I think they're on this list isn't because of long longevity is about pure impact uh, on the Premier League when they were at their prime, right? Van Persie only had like two or three seasons at the top in the Premier League, but he won United the Premier League and he was one of the best strikers in the world and he had everything in his locker. And it's the same as Suarez, right? So how do you two compare them, especially to the rest of the, uh, rest of the Prem, uh, Premier League strikers, all-time greats? I mean, they're both on my list. Um, Suarez is actually the only player along with Kane who hasn't actually won a title on my list but for me it was the greatest individual season i witnessed from a from a player in in my time that 13 14 season i mean i know liverpool finished second that season but that this was an average liverpool side this we're not talking about the same liverpool side that won the league last season it was nowhere near as good um and it was suarez who literally carried us to that second place position and the brink of the title hymns i mean Sturridge as well and sterling but that suarez that season my goodness me 31 goals in 33 games. At the time, a record um, number of goals scored before Salah broke it. And I think he would have broken Shearer and Cole's record of 34 goals in that season. He missed five games at the beginning of the season because of his racism ban. Um, and I think if he, if he had played in those games, he would have broken the record. The guy scored, he was responsible for a third of all the hat-tricks in that season. That is disgusting. The guy was just that season. He was, I mean, I honestly believe if he went to Arsenal at the end of that season with that audacious 40 million and one pound bid, Arsenal would have won the league the following season. Um, this season, because uh, th- that's what they were they were lacking at the time. Like, I mean, he would have they, he was just incredible. This guy Suarez, man, it was a shame he wasn't there for like. I think mean, his longevity sort of goes against him slightly because he wasn't there for that long. I know we sold him not too long after, but that guy, oh man, he that season I watched him play. He just took Liverpool another level. The boys just stick to his feet. I remember a goal against Newcastle. I think you remember the oh, finish. I was literally going to bring that he up. Just that was... Colicidi, uh, that, he just spun Colachidi. He just took that ball down and oh man. And he, and he it rifled it. Uh, exactly. And he scored yeah. three hat-tricks that season. Like, I mean, oh, guy was brilliant. So he had they're for all, me... Were they all was against it, Norwich? Against they always Norwich. felt like so Norwich. I think he got <laughs> Norwich. He scored. He's going against West Brom. I think it was Cardiff as well. Um, but So he was a bit of a, what is it? What's the term um, when he just scores against just the small teams? Because I'm pretty sure his big game record wasn't, it wasn't that great. I don't that, think it uh, was great, but like you can only score against what's in front of you, right? Um, and that's what yeah. he did. I mean, the the best season I've ever witnessed. The guy was brilliant. And then it was just a shame he didn't win the league that season with Liverpool. 
he's a character he, there's no doubt about he's a it character. he's a character he's a character no doubt about it and like dylan said uh, his ability and his finishing the link up play that season like dylan so with suarez and um, sorry not suarez with uh, storage and sterling yeah being incredible and i wish he did stay in the premier league a little bit longer it was a bit of a shame towards the end obviously with the off off the ball antics what happened and stuff um because i liked him and said i think he could have gone on to to hit 150 plus goals quite comfortably so it's a real shame and he will always be considered again amongst the greats personally for me i wouldn't include him purely because he'd only been in the premier league for three seasons and i think if we're going to consider someone as all time they've really got to be playing a lot longer than that and doing it over a long period of time and i mean it's it's not really a, it shouldn't really be a big factor but the stuff that he does off the ball as well i, I don't really like it at all and i i can't put someone like that in my but, top 10 but, for that reason yeah, but you can't anal- you can't analyze the greatest strikers just based on like your personal injet- you have to look at what he does no, I, said, pitch, right? I know exactly yeah, i mean yeah. it, that's not but so, i think the longevity thing for me is the key reason if he was in the league for more for more seasons and if he added a title to that i, I ha- he has to be there i think but it's a bit of a shame yeah. he was only there for three seasons yeah no um i i, I agree with all of that the I, I wonder if we could ever find a stat on how many nutmegs he had in, in the Premier League because I remember there's so many that was like he was like the best in the Premier League when it came to nutmegging it was always like in I the swear. box when there was like 10 people as well he would somewhere you, get through did, exactly when there, there was I no way the basically Norwich right he, he he took the ball off him he nutmegged him straight away and then scored with like the outside of his boot I think you might you might remember that goal uh, Dylan more than me the only thing is I would say is that I think Van Persie was a better striker than him just in the Premier League I think Suarez had a better career overall but I think when you look at complete strikers, I think Van Persie, the shame with Van Persie was always injuries because I think his talent warranted being in the top four because he had everything in his locker, right? He, his movement was insane. He wasn't obviously the most electric striker like Henri, but he had, he, he had his pace was the equivalent of someone like, say, okay, not Aguero, but maybe like Rooney or a bit faster than Rooney, right? He, his movement was insane. He could head, head the ball. His left foot, foot I, could, I will put a case out there for the best left foot in the Premier League to, uh, that I've seen. Unless Messi came into the Premier League, I think it's the best left foot I've ever seen in the Premier League. It was a wand. He could he could score an incredible amount of free kicks from there. And his technique when it came to volleys was incredible. I don't think I've ever seen many strikers better than him. I was going to um, say, when you like think his, of volleys, you think Van Persie, don't you? The, all all the spectacular Persie. goals are pretty much volleys, basically, from ridiculous, like ridiculous, not only angles, but just distances Heights as well. As well. Man. The, guy, the goal against, against Charlton, I think it was in 2006, probably my favourite Van Persie goal. That, oh, yeah. was, he, that gets underrated he, I don't know well, how he well. jumped so high to hit that ball up there, but you, uh, his injury record is the one thing. Like he, I honestly believe he should be up like 180 goals. He, he should be he should be at the level of Aguero but his man. injuries just like it, they just plagued him and it's, it frustrated like he had two amazing seasons and let's be honest would he be on this list if he didn't score the, didn't go to United it's debatable yeah that's the case I put against Kane right and it's fair but he's won it but I know that I watched but there's so much to Van Persie's game that was just incredibly underrated in terms because he it's not just his finishing ability. He could also create like you talk about Kane being able to create. Van Persie's close control and uh, creativity was insane. But the the thing is, there's so much I could say about Van Persie's. But I think we kind of kind of have to finish this episode. Really, I think it makes sense to really judge our top or rank our top four because I think it's too debatable about who's gonna 
finish between like fifth. Yeah, we'll and post tenth. our teams on Twitter or we'll something, and you guys can decide. Yeah. You know who yeah. has the best top ten. Yeah, yeah. Vote for it on BTG underscore Pod. But um, no. Before we go to our, uh, rank our top four, Finish, do you want to put some honourable mentions? Right well, now? I'm sure we'll do that properly in a, in a few other episodes, but there's some of the like the more recent strikers that we've had. Like I think we were talking off, off air, like Berbatov, incredible player. I was a big fan of like Dzeko, Diego Costa, those type of players. I wish they'd played in the Premier League a little bit more. And I think they could have been up there as well. So there's been some really amazing, amazing strikers. And like we said, even narrowing it down to 10 was so difficult. I think we've been struggling all week to do that. So why don't we Why don't we rank our top four? I think we all agree that probably the four are going to be Shearer, Henri, Aguero and Rooney. Dill, I'm going to start with you. It, what would be your uh, what would be your rankings yeah for those so four? I'll, go, I'll do my number four and then I, I'll be interested in see your number four. So at number four, I've got Wayne Rooney of my four. Who have you got at number four? I'll go Shearer. Fair enough. Come for Shearer. Excuse and, me. And Dinesh, what about you? What about you? Okay, I'm going to come back to that. Um, I really struggled here because I think Aguero and Rooney very similar, but I agree with you. I've gone for Rooney at four. Cool. All right. I'll go on, Dinesh. You go in number three next then. For three, I've, I've gone for Aguero, but I do, I do kind of want to put him at two, but I'm going to say three for now. I think the fifth Premier League title is, is, is a game changer, I think. Fair he puts enough. Him up there. I've got him at number three as well. Catch. I've got Aguero. Okay, three. so he, he's in the same position on our lists. Okay, so I'll go for number two. So number two, this was this was close because my I've gotten actually gone back and forth a lot of times over this. Like it changes, um, so it's close, but there's not a lot to separate them. At number two, I've just got Alan Shearer. Catch. See, I'm putting Wayne Rooney there. I'm judging players more on what how complete they are and I think Rooney offered a lot more as a towards the team as well than Shearer and that's why he's my number he's my second pick I think this is a pretty obvious one I've gone for Henri and again that's nothing against <laughs> Henri but I have to yeah. back my boy Shearer at number one yeah, so that means that me and Kaj both have Henri at number one and finish with Shearer yeah. at one but again like for me there's very little to separate Henri and Shearer for, for, for me personally it is a fine margin like I just think when I watch Henri play the, uh, it's just magical man I, I couldn't get tired of watching him play when I, when he puts on those gloves that dark Arsenal maroon uh, shirt I just know that I'm in for a good game and, I, and Henri was going to do bits his record is just unbelievable and for me the best foreign import the Premier League has ever seen um, so yeah that's why he would be my number one yeah no <laughs> I, I think I've I said enough about Henri, but I think the I just think when it comes to analyzing the best strikers in the Premier League, I think you have to offer more than just goals. And Henri had that, and it's the same reason why I put Rooney uh, in number two. And it's also one of the reasons why I think it's contentious where you could put Bergkamp in the top ten strikers because he he didn't have the greatest goals compared to the other strikers, but the things he could do to the to a ball like. I don't think any other striker can. And it's one of the reasons why Canton is considered the top 10 by a, a lot of people as well. But yeah, no, I definitely think Henri is the best striker to have ever played in the Premier League. And yeah. Like Dylan said, I think it, any of these you can make a, make a, um, make a case for being number one. I, I kind of I see the Henri argument just purely because he just won more titles, didn't he? Like, I, I feel for Shearer in that respect that I wish he could have won a title with Newcastle in his boyhood club. Just didn't quite work out. But no one's even close to him in terms of goals, so he will always be my my number one. And that's fair, right? That's what we, what we can do. That's that's why that's the beauty of this debate. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, uh, that wraps up this uh, episode. And last thoughts on Aguero before uh, Thinesh closes off. 
Yeah, I mean, like, oh, I, I, like you that. know what? I want. I, I'm intrigued to see where he goes. I, I think personally, I think he'll end up back in Argentina. But I've heard like be places like Barcelona on the cards as well. So who knows? But uh, it'll be sad to see him go. It's a it's a big loss to the Premier League. What I'd love to see is another spell back at Atletico. I think that would just be so fitting to like bookend his career when he started off with Diogo Forlan. Like, so I, I remember watching him and Suarez and Aguero up front. Incredible. Hopefully not with Suarez, but uh, <laughs> like you know, Aguero being the main man basically, and yeah, it'll be great to see him. Great to see him play in Europe for a little bit more before he settles down in Argentina. Yeah, just hope he stays fit. Yeah, fair. I think. I think the Premier League is going to be uh, going to miss him a lot, and we'll see if which striker in the next decade will match his achievements, or if they can, or be close to it. But yeah, no, finish. I'm going to leave it to you to uh, end the episode. Nice one, thanks, Kaj. As always, thanks for listening, everyone. If you've made it this far, make sure you're following us on all our socials at BTG underscore Pod, and follow us on Spotify, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening over there. See you next week.